1: Good morning, this morning's passage is Genesis 12 verses 1 to 9, so let's have a read. The Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you I will curse and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran and they set out for the land of Canaan and they arrived there. Abram travelled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh at Shechem. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring I will give this land So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram set out and continued towards the Negev. The main thing that jumped out of this passage for me was that Abram really had to trust God an incredible amount to obey his command to go from his country to a new land, especially as God's promise to him that he would give this new land to Abram's offspring didn't seem to make a lot of sense at the time. As in the previous chapter in verse 30, we were told that Abram's wife was childless because she was not able to conceive. And yet, despite the obvious doubts Abram must have had when the Lord appeared to him and said, To your offspring I will give this land. He didn't let the difficulties or the details on how this would happen stop him from obediently following God's commands. He wasn't focused on how God's promise would come to pass. That was God's job. All he needed to do was focus on who was calling him. He trusted who God was. He knew that God is good and that he has the best plans for our lives. So he knew he didn't need to worry about the practicalities of the situation. He was able to commit wholeheartedly to God's plan, uprooting everything he knew. It says in verse 5, he took his wife, his nephew, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired. Abraham had his priorities in the right order, seeking God above all else to glorify his name. And a challenge to us here is to reflect on how we might react to God's commands and callings for us, even when they don't seemingly make sense. This is particularly relevant to me at the moment, as I'm trying to discern my calling career-wise. And it can be really hard to feel 100% confident about any path, as there is always an element of the unknown. But the comfort from this passage, that we who are living post-Christ can see now, is that God can see everything. He has complete vision for our lives and beyond. You know, Abraham probably didn't realise the extent of the blessing that all people would receive through his family line when the Lord told him in verse 3, All people on earth will be blessed through you. It is only now that we have the privilege of looking back and seeing how God has kept his promise to Abraham through blessing us beyond belief with the birth, death, and resurrection of his Son and our Saviour, Jesus Christ. We don't have to fear the future when we act in obedience to God because even when we can only see the past and what's in front of us, God sees everything. He is faithful to us and is trustworthy in keeping his promises. Even when we can't fully understand God's callings for us with our limited visions, we can be expectant that he can work in mysterious and powerful ways, just like how even when Abraham and Sarah were seemingly beyond childbearing, he fulfilled his covenant by the miracle of the birth of their son Isaac. So my question today is, where is God calling you to action in your life? And how will you respond to God's commands to you? Will we be like Abraham, ready to step out in faith, even when we can't see the complete bigger picture? Will we trust who God is, his plans for us and his good, holy, all-seeing vision? I know for me that fear is the biggest thing that holds me back from stepping out in blind faith. And that hesitation that makes space for the enemy to plant seeds of doubt in my mind. So my prayer for us all today is that we would spend time with God to see where he might be calling us. And maybe that's to reach out to a certain person and invite them to Alpha, or to help serve the community in a new way, or to start giving financially to church projects like Revitalize 250. Or maybe it's something different, more personal, or even bigger. I just pray that the willingness of Abraham to step out in faith and go, just as the Lord had told him, will help us to trust who God is and fill us with confidence in Christ and encourage us to move forwards expectantly in faith.
0: Amen. This morning on HTC Daily, we prayed for Sabina Nessa and her family and friends, and that God would draw close to them. We also prayed for the police as they investigate her murder, and we pray- prayed for um, justice and for mercy. We also prayed for women who might be feeling uh, scared or unsafe um, on the streets of London and in other parts of the country. Then, after Emma came and spoke to us, we prayed around Psalm. 5 verse 3 and we prayed that um, we can trust God in all areas of our lives uh, when we might not know what's happening in the future. We also prayed prayers of thanks that God has a plan for each of our lives and we prayed that we can stay obedient to God even when we might not be sure of his plans.